0: Hello everyone welcome back to Breaking Bread Birmingham based food podcast with me, Liam and Carlos
1: Alright, how are we doing?
0: Nice sunny Saturday Sunny We should be
1: Got the up-ing. little one playing in the garden, so if you can hear someone shouting in the background. That's
0: my daughter. There was an ice cream van in our last intro. <laughs> I
1: know.
0: <yeah>. <laughs> it was quite funny. it feels like a weird time again on the verge of, on the
1: verge of another lockdown lockdown.
0: They were announced there uh, yesterday evening, we record this Saturday morning. This is yeah. released Monday and,
1: and this is yeah, so this is Saturday. It's the date
0: today. Tuesday it's coming.
1: We're on the twelfth of September now you understand it i Nobody don't understand it was some the houses in houses outside of a house in a bar i don't fucking know uh, yeah again i feel a
0: bit sorry for restaurants and stuff because they must be panicking they must be thinking of course like, they are yeah you never was gonna what are we come supposed again. to
1: do we we don't know they're not gonna know
0: we're up to crate tonight 670 grams yes
1: they? cannot wait
0: so really selfishly i was really relieved that that wasn't we weren't locked down yesterday evening, you know, sometimes they have a habit that they know they're going at yes, 12 o'clock, right. 12 o'clock tonight. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I
0: was like, please don't take 670 grams of us, we need to go there. The
1: problem is, town will be rammed tonight, because everyone will be like, well, if this is a proper lockdown, i have going to make the most of it. So this weekend, they'd be, everyone will be going absolutely nuts.
0: Probably the headline in the Daily Mail, it's like, Super Saturday again. Yeah, it will be, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's quite encouraging people to fucking go out. Yeah,
0: so weird times again. Um, we've got these this episode we've got a couple more episodes recorded anyway after that who knows
1: might be a mid-season <laughs> might break be a mid-season break <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> unfortunately
1: um, I how much work I've put into getting and, uh, uh, up. Yeah, yeah. so frustrating
0: yeah it's one of them But but, but it is. as I said we've got a couple of recording and there's a few exciting things coming up if they go ahead but we'll tell you about them anyway and if they don't go ahead well, yeah. keep going, will you? Yeah, so they'll
1: still be in the pipeline, they'll, they'll be, just be moved the to another date.
0: So, we got obviously this Tuesday we're off to have a little look at um Laggy's, the good people behind Laggy. You know, Laggy is one of our favorite Italian or well, my favorite Italian. You've never been,
1: no, I've never
0: <clears throat> The only Italian I really love going to,
1: um, yeah. The and they're opening <laughs> a new place up at Millennium Point. Yeah, I'm not sure
0: what it's going to be. I think it's kind of a relaxed kind of day. Well, obviously, Laggis is relaxed. It's not.
1: Well, we'll see if it's still going ahead. But if it does, I mean, the opening will not still be going ahead. And what's it called again? Molino. Molino.
0: Yeah,
1: Molino. Yes, pizza's,
0: Italian food. Just relaxed. We said it was a Millennium Point, didn't we? Yeah. I think yeah. they're opening up Millennium Point to uh, films and stuff again. I'm sure I said that. So. It's
1: going to be a buzzing spot, to be honest. If you can get in there now, if. Providing HS2 does go through and it probably is now, mm. then that spot's going to be a massive area well, There's not many places like, to eat around there, area, it? That's what I mean. Like it's a good time to be buying stuff and opening stuff there. I reckon because eventually yeah. it's going to be heaving around there. It's going to be yeah. like how we talk about dig buff Now we talk about this. Now we talk about like Jewelry Quarter. Yeah. Eventually we will be talking about Millennium East Side, Park.
0: isn't it? East Side.
1: That's good. Yeah. East Side. Side project. Yeah, it's good. But it'll end up being just Millennium Point, that makes the most sense, doesn't it? So,
0: looking forward to seeing what the good people at Laggies do with that place, I think it'd be great. Yeah, so that'd be
1: cool, I'm looking forward to that. What
0: else did we say, is coming up, there's um, seasonal it. festivals. I've got one of theirs on, it's Barbecue
1: barbecue Fest. Barbecue Fest, yeah, on the 10th and 11th 10th and 11th of October,
0: of October that is. Yeah,
1: Bonk barbecue barbecue Fest. Barbecue Fest. You've got Dick Smokehouse Urban Barbecue. Two of the best. You've got one coming up from London, but I forget the name of it. <laughs>
0: Professionals, we are. <laughs> I know, you can tell we're uh,
1: on the ball. Saturday morning, mate.
0: What all you-, you need is Dick's Smokehouse them Urban BBQ, you know what I mean? Uh, tickets still available for that. It's tables only, obviously. There's none of this standing and crowding around. It's all table. Yeah,
1: man. So, I love what they do. I can't believe the Burger Festival didn't happen this yeah, year. I love that, was loved a that massive
0: year. highlight from last year, that was.
1: It was a highlight watching you eat three burgers.
0: <laughs> i don't think i could eat again for about two days after that it was nah, so i had cool.
1: two burgers and a takeaway on the night though so i can't say too much
0: what else did we say was opening something else cool the coming Queen's up oh yeah. it's
1: properly open now yeah, dj quinn's with their smoke barbecue food
0: yeah we went down and tried actually um anyone who don't know where it is it's uh like on the border of yarleywood hall green right opposite yarleywood train station try and go straight into town so hop on the train from town no excuses but it's not somewhere that's ever done food really before, not to any kind of decent level.
2: Just a no, local no, no. food,
0: isn't it? It's got nice owners and uh, they've got a really good chef in there now. I mean, a few people probably know him from around the city. He's done a few other projects, you know, like Mockingbird and bits and pieces like that. But he's, he used to do street food that was smoked street food. Mm. So you can definitely tell he knows what he's doing. We went there last week, I think.
1: Yeah, we tried a bit of everything. It was great
0: it was literally called a bit of everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like a tray just a tray of meat was it, it was
1: I, got ribs, minute, I really liked it i thought the food was really good
0: half rack of ribs uh,
1: brisket i mean we say half rag i yeah, mean this half ass. isn't just a half rack, It's. i mean they're huge
0: mate after, literally the next day i couldn't eat i was that full i'd ate so much meat i was just the belly pork bite the belly pork belly bites they yeah, were unbelievable yeah barbecue sauce fries were nice crispy fries it was all really good food like you can t- sometimes with smoked food it can be over you know if they don't know what they're doing yeah you yeah, get yeah. like a horrible ashy kind of burnt smoked this was just just a nice mellowness to it It was beautiful
1: yeah he's done a good job to be honest. Hutling, it was good hotling was brilliant yeah i told you i got my grinder now and so i'm gonna make my own hotlink soon
0: yeah so i think it's still bookings but you just they got the whole back room there as a kind of like restaurant area it's really nice definitely recommend taking a look
1: Worth a go, you know what I mean. If yeah. you just fancy something a bit different and yeah, you're not too football. fussed about this, or
0: put the football I, on.
1: I liken it to go into like a Desi pub where you go into just some Rafale pub that does great food. Yeah. Except this time it's not Indian food, it's yeah. smoked barbecue food. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
0: cool, man. I like worth it. worth a go. I'd go again. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's walking distance from me. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see it from your <laughs>
1: door. Yeah. Other than that, we went to a wagon the other night as well. Covered again wagon again that's another podcast that we've got them lined up that might have to be postponed yet we'll yeah, see. see how that
0: goes big love for the cover the wagon
1: as always eight.
0: Yeah. we're recording the podcast this monday and obviously we're meant to be talking about number eight is it called? i think it's just called eight isn't it yeah it's eight. called eight yeah so we're They're recording number eight, this monday Too call for the number.
1: unless that gets cancelled because you
0: don't know do you i doubt it we'll see um what an exciting kind of little project though
1: i know yeah they will We'll talk about it a lot more, obviously, on the project. But yeah, that opens eighth of October. That's 8th of opening October. up in Bradford uh, ah, by the Hippodrome, <laughs> not the Hippodrome. The
0: ICC. Yeah, it's in kind of by Symphony oh, Hall, all isn't Hippodrome
1: it? And all. Yeah, ICC but, yeah, Symphony so, Hall. So people might want to know what this podcast is all about.
0: <laughs> oh, today, yeah. Yeah,
1: this one. This one. Very lucky to get an interview lovely Angelina from Tutu Aposto. glad you Probably said, said it yeah, if I, know, I, might, I might have said it wrong I'll
0: butcher that oh, I did she said it so like elegantly I like, know yeah she made it sound like yeah you're going to hear in a minute how to say it
1: properly she says it you get to find out what it means and everything as well but yeah it was a great chat wasn't it we did it at Roberto's bar again
0: yeah massive respect for Roberto yeah, and his bar yeah Roberto's
1: big fan great bar great service yeah.
0: yeah it's been a weird week you know like you know obviously with everything that happened in Birmingham last week and all the negativity that was in the news and pe- bozos from all over the place just jumping on Birmingham trying to say how rubbish it was. And then it made me a bit annoyed all week, to be honest. And then you think about this podcast and we've got something really positive and somebody doing a great something positive great. story about
1: yeah. something going wrong and then just changing your life plan and you end up doing something, not maybe not better, but... Just
0: as good. She's only a young girl, she's done so well, you think about what she's been through, I mean, it was her dream to be a chef. She got there, it didn't work out for her, for no, no fault of her own, and instead of sitting there. And, and then Corona come along, Covid came along, so she had reason to just sit and be really annoyed at the world, but she didn't, she just plowed on, she was full of positivity and I thought it was brilliant, I loved chatting to her. and. Can't wait, well, she gave us a few cakes, they were really nice, were not
1: they? Yeah,
0: really, she yeah. Yeah. she's yeah. talented, man, really talented. And it's
1: a great podcast,
0: it's a great talk, yeah. And night, I want that, Aaron Cena, Aaron Cena, Oh, that just listening back while I was editing it, listening to a, a talk about that, Aaron it. It's like, yes, I want some of that, yeah. yeah. Awesome conversation, and hope you all enjoy. I mean, we're already recording. So yeah, recording. Yeah,
1: this is starting. Like to a turkey that. <laughs> Everything you've said now, nah, it's going in.
0: <laughs> Angelina, welcome to Breaking Bread. How are you?
2: I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me.
0: No, awesome. Thanks for coming on. I mean, um, it means a lot for us to get kind of young, fresh talent onto the show and share your story with the people of Birmingham.
2: Oh, good. I
0: think we'll probably start where we kind of always start is that's skateboarders you can hear in the background (laughs) (laughs) have you always been into food like has food always been your thing
2: yeah 100% like my family are Sicilian so food has always been the center of every table of every conversation and my nonna pretty much taught me everything I know and how to cook Um, so yeah it's always been the center of my life food
0: Awesome. Yeah, nice. know. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of food was it?
2: Italian food, but always a plate of pasta, always antipasti, you always get a meat course, and then pudding, and then cheese. Like, you can't just pop round for a sandwich because it, it's never one course, or it's never just a cup of tea. Um, so, yeah, it's always just an absolute feast.
0: I get the feeling we don't really eat Italian food properly in England. <laughs>
1: No, no, I always think even Don't when I go loads to, of courses. Yeah,
2: when yeah. I get to
0: laggies, like everyone. We all seem to order like just one either a steak or either pasta or either pizza. Yeah, my like, nan would
2: be yeah. absolutely horrified at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How's it meant to go? Is
2: it so uh, antipasti normally? So you normally get um, cold meats, um, melon with prosciutto, uh, bruschetta um normally a prawn salad or something like that then you might get minestrone in the winter or a plate pasta and then you get um chicken ratatouille tomato sauce potatoes
0: it's all kind of put in the middle and everyone helps themselves yeah yeah yeah, you
2: just go for it and you get in there quick before your uncle does
0: (laughs) 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 yeah that's my kind of food i love that and i love that's how it's meant to be as well like I feel like someone should do that in Birmingham, like, properly.
2: Yeah.
0: laggies like, is pretty good. Laggies like awesome. yeah, like, is awesome. Yeah. I always do a test with Italian because a lot of places, I love carbonara, but I love yeah. proper carbonara. Yeah so if i look at the menu and if it says carbonara and it has double cream in it
2: oh stay like, nah, away walk that. away <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: that. it's like people are scared that you're gonna sue them for like giving you like half raw egg yolks and i'm like yeah. that's the best bit yeah, it's the best <laughs> <laughs> that's the sauce yeah. i love that shit <laughs> i went
2: to a place in italy and they literally you sat down at the table and it was such a cluttered restaurant and i was looking at my dad being like where have you bought me And literally, they just started bringing food to the table and you hadn't ordered it. You hadn't asked for it, but it was like, no, you will eat this and it is good. And then they brought over the best tiramisu I've ever had in my life. And it was raw egg central, but it was unreal.
0: Meal times are a bit longer. Like, yeah, not like a plate in front of you, smash it down 20 minutes at the most. Yeah,
2: I always find in Birmingham, the meal is almost like the start of the night. So you go for a meal and then you go out, but in you Italy get it, out the way, like. it is where you're going. It is your event.
1: That's how we roll, though, isn't it? If we book yeah. something, we book it like half eight, nine o'clock, and yeah. I intend to stay there until I <laughs> get thrown out of the restaurant. Yeah,
2: hundred percent.
0: Yeah. It's not like the Irish kind of culture. We have obviously not as many dishes, but we'll have like a big stew or big hearted dish, and then everyone, the whole table, helps itself, and it's yeah. a, it's an event like. You look forward to it all week, are oh, you are going to go go around my in-laws for a family dinner, you know. Yeah, sand- and you
2: know someone's worked so hard at it and pretty much worked all morning yeah, 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 before
0: yeah. it. So was it at that moment you kind of knew you were going to go into being a chef?
2: Yeah, I mean, I went through school, did my GCSEs, um, and then all my teachers were like, oh, so you're going to do your A-levels and you're going to go to uni and I was like no <laughs> i'm not <laughs> no, and, 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 like i went to college and i did um my pro- professional cookery course um and that was so cool and then as soon as i was 16 i just got a job in like a beat up burger town uh in in the middle of birmingham which was really cool
0: how did your parents feel about that
2: at first they were like what is she doing but then they just saw that it was a burger but it was the best burger and i just loved it where
0: was that? Was that in Birmingham?
2: Yeah, it was in the mailbox. It was actually at Penny Blacks. That's where it all started, really. Yeah, I remember Penny Blacks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's
0: still there, there. Penny Blacks?
2: Yeah. I don't, is it? I
0: don't
1: know. It is, yeah. I don't know if it's called Penny Blacks anymore. It's still there as
0: a okay.
2: place. We went so there
1: I for went a there 21st meal and it was really good. Like, was yeah. Really good. See, now we're going to look like fools on this podcast. We're supposed we're to be experts. To that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Anyone who's listening knows that we're
0: definitely not experts like definitely chances like. <laughs> to be
1: fair other than the cinema there that's not usually where we'd go out there to be fair Our mailbox yeah. yeah or Broad Street yeah, yeah. or the Arcadian it's
0: pretty chain heavy isn't it though?
2: yeah I'm
1: really A-lane a lot of Birmingham now <laughs>
2: <laughs> from Penny Blacks actually I went on to work at Harvey Nichols which is in the mailbox mm. um, but that was such a cool experience and Mark Walsh I was just about
0: to say it was Mark Walsh yeah there at the time.
2: he was my HF and um it was actually him that made me, I hated pastry, and it was actually him that forced me onto this section. And I was like, Mark, I just want to cook steaks. So I couldn't leave <laughs> me alone. Um, but he forced me on there, like, let me write afternoon tea menus and stuff like that. And it was such a cool place to work. Yeah. I think that's yeah.
0: an old-school chef thing to do, isn't it? They force yeah. people onto the, the pastry. Yeah. I think it's because they don't want to do it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: can't be asked. <laughs> to be fair. Luke was
0: doing the same and he went um, to... Uh, in Norwich, I can't, I can't remember where he started, but um, Luke Butcher from Pinellas, yeah said the first thing they did was just pushed him into the uh, pastry <laughs> yeah. room and said, "Get good at that."
2: Yeah, it's and then good
1: though, it gives an appreciation, I suppose, for all the yeah skills in the kitchen. Yeah, if you if you can make uh-huh, yeah, yeah.
2: if you I mean. can make your way around a kitchen, you you're pretty much there. But I remember when Mark Walsh giving me um, Marco Pierre White cookbook, and I was like flicking through it and like, "This is so cool." And then stopped on the page it was like, Peach Melba. Mm. And I was like, teach me how to make that. Yeah. And I re- pretty much remember a Sunday and it was really quiet. And he was like, we're going to make this or what then? Yeah. And it was so good. And I think that's what made me go, oh, maybe I should dab- dabble into pastry a little bit.
0: A lot of people, somebody quite famous was saying that their main aim in life was to recreate that Peach Melba from <laughs> Marco Yeah, I can't remember who it was now. Yeah. It was on Twitter that said it, but... That's quite interesting, because when we had Mark on the podcast, I'd said to him, like, uh, what one book would you give to any young chefs? And he said, Marco Pierre White. Yeah. Like so. At least he wasn't lying.
2: <laughs> definitely not. not.
0: that he strikes me as a liar.
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Mark.
0: <laughs> so how long were you at um, Harvey Nicks?
2: About two and a half years. Cool. And then his best mate um, from college worked in a little country... Uh, restaurant in yorkshire and i said to mark oh, i'm gonna go there for work experience and he was like oh god you won't come back and i was like i will i will i'll come back <laughs> and i did work experience i was like mark i'm not coming back ah. <laughs> <I wouldn't laughs> <So>, he's <was laughs> like i've literally lost you to one of my best mates are you joking um, but i worked there and it was a 20 cover restaurant whereabouts was it sorry in yorkshire oh, in right. in the city center and adam jackson the head chef there um was amazing and we did 20 uh, people max tasting menu, but literally whatever we wanted on the day, whatever was good, oh, awesome. it, it was just good. Um, proper
1: freedom to do what you want, yeah. express yourself.
2: Yeah. Did
0: we That's eat great. a skosh while you were there?
2: Yes, yeah, amazing. I love skosh.
1: So amazing. jealous
2: of this place, man. <laughs> the best place in York, if you haven't gone, I would say Pairings. It's yeah. a wine and cheese bar, but they do it so well. Yeah, now you're so talking. Well. You like. yeah. <laughs> I'm sold. <It's> <laughs> the
0: sound of car booking a train ticket to York. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then from, how long did you stay in New York?
2: About just over a year. Um, and then I was, I wouldn't say young, it was only like three, four years ago, but I was really missing home. And so I came back to Birmingham and did, I did like an evening with Louise Ellis at the yeah. boat. And she texted me being like, can you help me out, whatever. So I came back to Birmingham and I did I did it there. Did and you already
0: know her from somewhere yeah, else, yeah,
2: so she did like a takeover at Harvey Nichols with the wilderness. And then we just came become like good friends from there. And then she did a Louise Ellis versus Leo off the back of Masterchef at the boat. Yeah. So we were there and it was good. And then Leo was like, so you coming to work at Simpsons then? I was like, no, <laughs> Leo, like, I'm in York. And he was just like, no, you come in. Like, I remember my dad picking me up that evening from the boat and he came out to my dad and was like she's got a job at Simpsons tell her to leave tell her to leave and I was like you've literally just blackmailed me into a job but I am so glad oh, man I man get a job in Birmingham <laughs> 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 you're quite
0: half ready to come back anyway
2: yeah I, I was debating it um, and I'd like messaged Leo before and I'd seen the food and it was my head, head chef in York was just like if you were to go to back to Birmingham from here where would you work and I was like Simpsons but it's never going to happen like I'm not ready for a Michigan star kitchen
1: no was that the debate you were having in your head yeah was that I'd, the bit that you weren't sure of yeah I just
2: didn't think I'd cope or was good enough or and then when Leo was like oh you've got a job I was like no way <laughs>
0: Simpsons is different class isn't it it's yeah. a whole new level Like,
1: well as we keep saying like everyone in Birmingham that's good has pretty much come through them doors yeah,
2: yeah. I honestly feel like the amount of restaurants that are open, and you get that. Oh, he worked at Simpsons, he was trained at Simpsons, and it's it is such a good place to work. And Luke Pin is probably the best people I've ever worked for. Really? He definitely paid you to say that. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Luke.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then we go and say he's like one of the best guests we've ever had as well. Yeah, that's true. He definitely <laughs> paid so you to annoying. say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it's testament to Luke, isn't it? The amount of chefs that have come out of yeah. Simpsons. So, so you must have kind of felt like you kind of made it like when you got to Simpsons. What did you start as? What was your role? Or
2: Literally a commie, probably not even even that, but um, I started off on the larder and got trained on there, was working on there and I found it, I did find it so hard.
1: Really?
2: And I said to Leo so many times, like, not oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And he was just like you can just keep going with you <laughs> So well, the
1: it was like a lot different to what you were doing before.
2: Yeah, in York I started at 11 and finished at half 11. Simpsons it's like <laughs> half eight and I finished at <laughs> like one, two. Wow. But um, no, it wasn't that bad. Uh But yeah. So started off on the ladder and then trying my way up and then one morning Luke was like, "Oh, she's going on the veg today." And I literally shakes most of my time for about the first six months. And then, um, yeah, on my side, I found my feet and it was really good. And then I finished up on the meat and fish, which was good.
0: Yeah. Sounds awesome. What was your first dialogue at Simpsons?
2: Horrific. Um, really? <laughs> as, like, at me down,
0: as if to say, "Is Luke told you to us?" <laughs> <this?" laughs>
2: me um, I remember getting told to do like the easiest and simplest of jobs and it was literally go and vat pack these tomatoes we're going to ferment them so we can use them in the winter and I was just like okay sound went down exploded the vat pack machine there was tomatoes <laughs> everywhere and I was literally my heart was beating so fast and Luke Tipping walked down behind me and I was like oh my god chef I'm so sorry and he just grabbed my shoulder and I was like please don't give me my p45 already and he was like it's fine it's fine
0: the belief that luke and leo especially had in you kind of give you the confidence to keep going push on
2: yeah 100 percent. and i think in that environment when you're working around chefs that are unreal and so talented you do have days where you're like i can't do this i can't keep up um but leo and luke just keep pushing you really yeah can not imagine it like
0: working <laughs> know, there. Yeah. you said it sounds simple like a oh, simple task just put the tomatoes in the vap i don't i couldn't use a vap that's <laughs> 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 <Sounds laughs> terrifying well, to me. I, yes. <laughs> sounds terrifying to me <laughs> did you have a favorite dish while you were working simpsons
2: yeah we did um we did turbot with Courgette's like my favourite vegetable in the world. Yeah, it's great. Um, but we did courgette puree, fresh courgettes, um, confit tomatoes. The confit tomatoes that they do at Simpsons are ridiculous. We use uh, de pigeons from France. And they're amazing, but that was such a good dish. And that was on in the summer. So I almost like held out for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, chef, are we putting this back on? You
0: <laughs> probably what? only put it back on just to keep you quiet. Oh, Angie's
2: going to kick off again. <laughs>
0: Was it fair to say it was like a dream job?
2: Yeah, a hundred percent.
0: I don't know how much you're (laughs) going to want to talk about this. Obviously you're not at Simpsons anymore. Yeah. Uh, Did something happen?
2: So at Simpsons, I was training to do um, BCF Young Chef of the Year. And whilst I was doing that competition and training, I honestly do not know what happened to me, but I went into work one morning and there's literally two steps into the kitchen. They're tiny steps and I couldn't walk them. And I just broke down into tears. And I remember having so much prep to do that morning as well. There was fish and meat everywhere. And I looked at Leo and I was like, I can't do this. I went to the hospital and they told me I had two slip discs in my back. Um, So Luke and Chef were like... "Oh." do you still want to do this competition? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I remember, like, the awards evening when I went, uh, I was like, if they even call me up for even runner-up right now, I will not be able to get out of this chair. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a good job they didn't. Um, but I carried on working, and I was. it was all in place for me to go to the French Laundry in America. I was going to do three months' work there, Um and I was, like, so excited. all set up. Um, Chef Andreas, like, sorted out for me, and I just couldn't do it. Um, but my back's getting better now. Um, I'm seeing a, like, a therapist and stuff like that. So it's on the mend, but yeah. it, I just defo couldn't keep up with the boys at Simpsons anymore. Oh,
0: that's heartbreaking, like yeah. Thomas Keller. French.
1: Oh, Is it a situation where if your back got well enough, you look to go back to it?
2: One day, yeah like sometimes i have good days where i'm like oh, i want to be in that kitchen why am i not there um but then some days i'll make two cakes and be like i'm gonna go and sit down now because i can't walk anymore um but yeah
0: there was a couple of you just touched on a couple of competitions that was on where you were at simpsons um you were part of the england team
2: yeah Oh, you did your
0: research. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't even know there was like a culinary world cup, but I feel like I'd like to watch it.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually insane. Yeah. So I went with a group of lads, and everyone had almost gone for a UCB. So I was put through loads of cook-offs with people all over the UK to get into this team. How many people were in the team? There was five of us in the five. end. Um, So I remember doing a cook-off with, like, 23... I think there was 23 of us in the kitchen at the start. Um, And then got finalised for the final five. And then we went to Luxembourg to do the Culinary World Cup. Um, And it was just insane. We were watching Norway and Sweden. And I was, like, pressed up against the gas. Like, we were going the next day. And it just... Unreal. Never seen chefs work like it in my life. And I was looking at the boys being like, we're going tomorrow. We even like like
1: (laughs) this. But we did all right, to be
2: fair. What did you have to do? Was it like MasterChef kind of Um, tasks? One of the days it was a buffet, so you had to do um, all cold foods. And then one of the days they um, give you a protein. You sorted out the garnish already. And then you rocked up on the day and they gave you the protein and it was like, oh, off you go kind of thing but everyone's watching you through the glass. And I remember guys from the UK that had come to support us, like a lot of the guys from the BCF were watching me and trying to hint to me what to do, but because there's judges walking around you, I was just like shaking. But it was such a good experience. Was
0: there a final then as well? Did you compete in a final or something? Yeah,
2: yeah. so um, that's what Luxembourg was. We went to... Oh, go and was comm- a final. Yeah.
0: Oh, right, cool. Um, cool.
2: So we did that. And then we did battle of the dragons that was in wales um and we won gold in that so it was a good like head start for the world cup and i was due to do the olympics and then obviously everything happened with my back so pulled out of everything. It was an
1: olympics
2: yeah the culinary olympics, <laughs> <Culinary> olympics. <laughs> who knew i <laughs> did
1: <laughs> you know there was so many competitions <laughs>
2: that but, yeah um it, pretty much the same standard oh, wow. um it's just a little bit bigger if you've heard of the Bukus, yeah. it's almost like a mini version, a lot minier than the Bukus. Like the
0: Is there an age limit on it? was there
2: all? Yeah, so you yeah. can't be in the junior team, I think it's over 24. So younger than 24 and then over, you go in the senior team.
0: All oh, right, cool. I was just thinking, so you wouldn't get like Gary Usher rocking on. <laughs> I'm here for the World Cup.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> There must be people like making phone calls. There, uh, oh, we've got this to cook today. What do you think we should do? <laughs> yeah. Look, <laughs> what do you think I should do with this lamb? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it was good fun.
0: So w- when was it you left Simpsons? When was it this year? Last.
2: Yeah, it was this February. February. Yeah.
0: Bad timing. Eh?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good
0: time, bad, not really your. You couldn't really help it. Um, so where did you go from Simpsons?
2: So then I went to go and work at Arch 13, um, Connolly's yeah. Wine Bar. Yeah, great. So I. I dipped into um, my wine qualifications. I done my level one WCT and my level two. So knew a little bit about wine. How did that come about? So I did a competition called Nestle Top Door when I was at college. And one of the... It was a bit of uh, an apprenticeship... Apprenticeship? apprenticeship uh, <laughs> kind of experience so you wake up in the morning you get a phone call to your room saying you need to be awake for seven o'clock and there'd be taxis outside you'd be like where are we going today like they'd tell you if you need to be in chef rights if you need to be in normal clothes and that's wow. all you'd get that so one, terrifying yeah it was so there was a group of three of us and one day we rocked up to Le Cordon Bleu for a dinner party and it was like, oh, are you cooking for a hundred people today? And we were like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, the next, it was just um, you have to, your team of three have to cook for a group of eight people. Your own menu. One of the days was the WSET one wine exam, mm. and we got there. And I'd always had a love for wine, but started revising throughout the day. And then you got given the exam paper, and you could only get points for your team if you'd passed the wine exam kind of yeah. thing um so we got our papers back and the three of us had passed um and then i was just like oh, i'd want to carry on and do level two because i just thought it was so interesting mm. so yeah that's what landed me the job at connelly's you
1: you no, <laughs> were you ever going to push it even further than level two
2: yeah so i'm um, at the moment revising for my level three um it was supposed to be in um but due to covid um it's been pushed back so all right
1: you're gonna keep keep going with it until you get to the top
2: yeah (laughs) i'd love to if i could walk out in five years and be like i'm a qualified sommelier that would be awesome
1: be like
0: sonal and get sponsored by crew
2: (laughs) oh yeah amazing (laughs) i want i want sonal's life to be honest everybody (laughs) wants sonal's life (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was just about to say, so Arch 13 was a lot, uh, the hours were shorter, so it was a lot more yeah. sympathetic to your injury.
2: Yeah, um, and the girls there knew and Abby knew, so if there was any lifting or, not not to get me out of certain jobs, but I was just like, <laughs> I can't do that. Um, so they were really helpful and it just made me keep revising, which was good.
0: Did you know Abby before? Or?
2: Yeah, we'd met um, and we'd gone for dinner quite a few times together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah it was really good but I definitely when I was working there I missed cooking and I missed food yeah so I turned around to her and I was just like I'm gonna cure your meats for you and like make you copper and stuff like that I'll make all yeah. your chutneys in house just to keep me in the in the loop with food which is that nice. something you'd done previously so, no, no. <laughs> it was like i can definitely do this and then it was youtube for about three weeks <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were saying before the podcast started what did we do made google and youtube oh or, no
2: I didn't, seriously anything <laughs>
0: it tells you everything doesn't it it does anything this podcast google and youtube <laughs> that's all it was so
1: working at r13 do you feel like you could have pushed on there and pushed your cooking through yeah a
2: hundred percent and abby was so keen to do it and she was so excited. Like when I had ducks hanging or ducks curing or uh, pork loins everywhere, Brizzola everywhere. She I was so excited to be like yeah, How do you buzzing. do this? Like, really what you do? And it like the tasting days are just so good. Um but yeah, I definitely could have pushed on there. Um but just circumstances changed. Yeah. It's
0: COVID mate. It's COVID fucked everything up, man. I'm not to mention it every episode but I it's like what can oh, you do no. you it
2: can't gets just to to all it like. this situation, this situation. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: the problem is this is going to be forever now our mm-hmm. entire lifetimes this all period of time will yeah. always come up. do you remember 2020 hope, <laughs> like, i hope this is the worst thing that ever happens in our lifetime because yeah. i mean i could live with it if it was yeah, that'd be great but it's, it's going to bad be, for some people
0: it's like. been terrible yeah. it's yeah. been all right for us but like some people but it's
1: gonna be talked about forever yeah it's always going to have affected some people in some way. I feel like we've just lost six months.
0: Like, I just don't know where it's gone. It's like, because I work outside a lot of the time, I always, I hate winter. And especially when it's cold. And I always think, I've got to get to St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. You get to St. Patrick's Day, the weather seems to change. The evenings get a little bit brighter. The mornings get a little bit brighter. But this year, like, I got to Paddy's Day. And that was it. <laughs> like, there was no work. there yeah, was no, work, no yeah. <laughs> work had finished, like, by the 23rd. And it was like... And no, then no, I've gone back to work and it's like coming up towards the end of summer. Yeah. <laughs> like what's happened? It's yeah. crazy. It's the best bit. Like.
1: Well, you say that. Some of us got busier when oh, it yeah, came up. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning yeah. about my problems I'm not having <laughs> didn't have no life for the whole of lockdown because we were just working. Hey,
0: homeschooling. It's not as easy as it looks, I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so how did you manage to keep busy during lockdown? So, so through lockdown, I tried to kind of do a little bit of a blog never wrote a blog before in my life but I was like oh we'll give it a go it'll keep me busy um so every bottle of wine I drank which was quite a lot um <laughs> <laughs> or everything that I cooked at home from my mum and dad um everything that we ordered as a takeaway I kind of like wrote a bit about it where to get it from price and stuff like that um and then it was I can't remember whose birthday it was, but I just made a Vicky sponge and sent it round. And then one of my followers um, just messaged me being like, oh, can you do cakes? Can you make my mum a cake? It's her 60th birthday. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, And just made her a cake on a whim, um, and, and that was about it. And then as soon as I posted a photo of this cake, I must have got about 10 direct messages being like oh my god are you doing (laughs) cakes like can you do cakes and I was just like oh this is a lot um so I I sat down with my dad and said I I I really don't know what to do and he's like why don't you just go for it and I was like go for what he was like have your own business and I I I don't know what happened but it just it came about and I got it all set up um working at Simpsons and various other places I kind of knew what the gist was and how to get your kitchen at home turned into an actual kitchen that produces food for the public. Yeah. Um, Is that
1: a big difference?
2: Yeah, uh, EHU were really quite helpful um, and they gave me lots of pointers and stuff like that. And my local authorities gave me loads. But going through all the motions, I started to be like, there's a lot here. Like, Is it worth it? Is it going to take off? and it was a gamble that i actually started to really really want and i was like i do want to work for myself and i i do want to start cooking again because as much as working with wine and being out the front as opposed to at the back was lovely i just wanted to get back in the kitchen so it was definitely a gamble that was well that paid off in the end
0: just, was it just sweet things you started with, just cakes? and
2: Yeah, so it was just cakes at the start. Um, and then I thought the one place that me and my mum and my nan and my sister want to go when we want to catch up is for afternoon tea. And because no one could do that, I wanted to bring that to people's homes. So that was definitely one of the first things, as well as the cakes, I started to do. Um, but coming from an Italian background everything had like a bit of an Italian vibe to it
1: yeah other than the afternoon teas do you find that someone requests something yeah and you think yeah I'll do that yeah and then that just snowballs into well everyone starts asking me to do that then yeah. and then they ask you for something else because you're Arancini it's like quite popular as yeah. well isn't it
2: yeah so the family always when we go to Sicily on the beach or on walks we'll grab an Arancini for lunch and soon as my family knew that I started making them, it was like <laughs> where's mine, where's mine, where's mine <laughs> um, I was like I'm making them for customers guys Um but yeah that I wrote a menu for that and uploaded it and then that pretty much took off and they've been quite popular which is, is really good and I think it's something that people don't do in Birmingham or the UK that is not just a starter that's not just a little bite in Italian yeah, restaurant yeah. rather than a lunch like an actual massive arancini. So yours um, quite big
1: then. Yeah, I've huge. seen the pictures. It's hard to judge when they're just by themselves. Yeah,
2: like I. I just, you can't really tell on a podcast, but they are the size of my hand. Like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> huge.
1: Well, for anyone listening, that's a normal size that's hand. Normal so size hand. But <laughs> we're fine. It's a big arancini. <laughs> and I like piano hands or anything like that or shovels. They're normal. Hands. I
0: know a little bit about arancini, but I don't know a lot and uh, i've not tried them from a lot of places most people start with like somewhere rubbish like bella italia or something then yeah um, do you do different varieties of them or
2: yeah so um when i went to sicily there's a place called uh Capali, which means what bull and um every time i went there there's a queue so big and all the way down the road just to get an arancini and their menu is the size of like two walls like they do every flavour you could ever think of and it's unreal from savoury to sweet to Indian to Italian flavours, literally everything. So I kind of took their ideas and did four flavours um, but in a cone shape. So a lot of places that you'd see on they're always in the balls yeah. um, but it's traditional in Sicily to be a cone.
0: So yeah. what were the four flavours?
2: Um, so you've got leek and truffle, you've got telagio, butternut squash and pesto, um, ragu and ham and cheese. What's
1: the most popular? The ragu. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. That's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, I like that one. I
0: think I'd <laughs> go for the ham and cheese or the truffle. Probably the truffle. Truffle
1: would be good. Yeah, truffle would be good. Swan don't dig truffle though, I don't know why. She ain't
2: into it. I think it is too strong. It's not my personal favorite. No,
1: a lot of people don't like it. I no. love oh, it. Oh, I i mad on it, like proper mad.
0: In Sicily, is it like a street
1: food? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So there's probably a van on every corner in Sicily selling them.
0: That's the sound of me booking a flight to Sicily. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that
1: must have been a temptation, though, the street food scene being so strong in Birmingham. Yeah. Just to do an Arancini street food?
2: Yeah. And I'd be lying if I said I haven't thought about uh, it. Yeah. Um <laughs> But it's just, would it take to Birmingham? Would people love it? Who. Who you knows? never know, you? never know. Some stuff
1: that's there, uh, you're like, how's that still around? And other stuff yeah. you're like, how did that not work? Yeah. Do you know
0: um, Naomi from Morridge? Yes. She'd done, she used to do um, Digbeth Dining, and she'd done Amarachini, made from oats.
2: Amazing. And it
0: was really nice. Yeah. But she was quite busy with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say there probably is a market for it.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people are looking for something different now, and they? they're like, yeah. Oh, there's another burger. Oh, there's another chicken. Oh, We yeah. see something different now. I think it does draw a lot of attention to yeah. itself.
0: I think it's a great idea. I hope nobody steals it. (laughs) I
2: feel like we should should edit that out so it's
0: somebody doesn't steal it on you. You're going to do it, do it before this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There seems to be like a common theme where you say yes and then you figure it out afterwards. Have you ever said no to anything?
2: (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) Apart from that. Um, um, Yeah, I think I always have said and my dad's pretty much in drilled this into my brain is say yeah figure it out later and there is nothing that you cannot do or you cannot figure out how to do it might not be the best like my cakes are probably not the best in birmingham but they're pretty damn good they might not look like there's some cakes that i've seen an artist would produce. Yeah, but I think you're yeah. being
0: modest. Some of them cakes that look
2: <laughs>
1: superb. Thanks. Yeah, if you go on the Instagram, they're, they're absolutely beautiful looking. Thank you. It's nice to see someone doing a cake. Like, I wrong, I don't mind themed cakes where it's mm-hmm. like Thomas the Tank Engine or Peppa yeah. Pig or something. But yours is more like a classic, beautiful yeah. sort of like, artist type Yeah. I just don't cake.
2: think you can beat a Vicky Sponge. Like, a I'd love to delve into the fondant and the modelling and the sugar paste and all that kind of work, but for me, flavour and taste comes before anything yeah. else. So if your sponge is good, your filling is good, and it looks pretty decent, then I think you got a good. So cake. Is that
1: like your biggest seller? Yeah. What are yeah. The, Do you do a lot of other flavours, or people yeah. literally just ask you for a flavour? Yeah. And you're, so you're, I
2: say what what flavours do you like? Um. What. What do you want, pretty much? And we go from there. I mean, I've got four staple cakes that I do on a regular basis, um, and it's like, if someone just wants a cake for a Sunday or whatever, um, those are the four that they kind of pick from, and then the others, they'll just tell me what whatever they want, really.
0: It's, uh, people always laugh when I say, uh, I'm not a massive fan of cake. And it's not that I don't like, but a lot of the time, it's just birthday cake I don't like, because... Yes. I'm not a fan of icing. Yeah. And most most cake just come with like inch thick of like yeah. icing. And yeah. You're like the cake might be all right, but I'm just not gonna eat it because I didn't have icing on it. So it's quite nice to have something new and refreshing the way of doing things. Yes. Yeah. I just seen like we talked a bit before we recorded. You done a um like a like is hot buffet the weekend?
2: Yeah. So um I did a dinner party at the weekend and it was just one of the followers from uh, the Tusco Postal page, and she just said we really want Italian food. Um, we don't want to go out because there is more than six of us, and we just want a good meal, a good chef. And it was for someone that was leaving their workplace, and she just thought she was coming around for a curry. So yeah. she like brings a box of beers, <laughs> rocks it to the house, <laughs> and then I'm there like fully kitted out in chef whites, and she was like, "What is going on?" Um, but yeah, I did five courses for them and they absolutely loved it, which is good.
0: You done a wine pairing?
2: Yeah, and they, uh, yeah, so they took to the wine pairing as well, which was good to get my uh, my knowledge out a little bit as well.
0: So is that something people can also ask you to do as well? Is that something you're going to be going into?
2: Yeah, if I could get more dinner parties, I'd, I'd definitely do it because as much as pastry has grown on me and I love making cakes, cooking hot food and being in a hot kitchen again is all I could really want really.
0: Was there a part of you that when things happened the way they did at Simpsons with your back and was there a part of you that thought maybe you wouldn't be doing that again? Y-
2: to- yeah I almost the amount of conversations I had with um, Tom with the half and my mum and dad I was just like I'm never gonna see a kitchen again and there were so many tears flying about but I'm just glad that now I've dipped in and out of it which is nice
0: you're kind of doing it now on your own terms which is really it's yeah. like the dream surely yeah. chefs,
2: like... is yeah. it
1: fairly affordable then to have a because pro- a lot of people will be listening and go there's no way I can afford to have a chef come in and cook a private meal for six of my friends yeah well
2: I I charged for that dinner party 40 quid a head which to me nice bargain. you couldn't go to Nando's for that these days yeah, and how many courses was <laughs> that? Uh, five
1: five? Bargain. <laughs> absolutely Steal? Because <laughs> you just see him like I naturally hear about it. And I'm like, oh, it must cost like a few hundred quid. Yeah, like forty quid a head. That's Do
0: you have a minimum amount of people? No.
2: Table for one, guys. We <laughs> <laughs> always come as a pair. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
0: So we've kind of nearly done a Cry Treadwell again, and we haven't spoke about the name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, You um, know what? I'd have happily gone on, ended later yeah, on in the yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's got home and be like, oh shit, we did it again.
0: <laughs> as much as I really want to embarrass Carl and ask Carl to pronounce it, because
2: <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, go, go, go for on. It. Go for I it believe in it. you. Tutto a There we go. That's
1: not that bad. Just for comparison.
2: <laughs> it's tutto a That sounds similar. I'm happy with
0: that. Where did the name come from?
2: So, being Italian, I wanted to take my other half to Italy. Um, So we went for a holiday. And I was speaking Italian in bars and stuff like that, getting the drinks. um, And then I tried to teach him a little bit of Italian and it just wasn't going well. Bless him. Sorry. Uh, And the only phrase that he picked up on was... Tutto posto. so it's like when you walk into a bar, when you greet people, and it just means everything okay, everything fine, or like everything's good. Um, the Italian version of sound, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um, so when we came back to Birmingham, all my family were were over my house and all speaking Italian, and I think Tom looked a little bit lost, and I was just like, "No, go on, you use your phrase." And he asked my nan if she was all right, the apostle, and it pretty much just came from then. How cruel of you
1: to do this. I
0: know, to <laughs> me. I
2: know. What's
1: up? <laughs> Sitting there thinking about it all morning. I'm going to have to say this word tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sue so came out as a, a quote-a-fitting name in the end, then. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. I, I think when you're with Cake, you're, you're pretty all right. That should be your tagline, I <laughs> I think if you've got a cake, you're all
1: right. So is there anything else coming up with this that you're moving it in different directions that we haven't touched on?
2: Um, so I've been asked um for a couple of menus to look at catering someone's wedding, which is really exciting anything um, with
1: wedding that's money spinner that's money central yeah. as soon as you put wedding or baby next to yeah, anything a you got to pay yeah easy <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> Had a
2: couple. so that's good um, doing my first wedding cake as well in a couple of weeks um, which is quite nerve-wracking but good um, but yeah we'll, we'll see there it goes it's awesome,
0: awesome. it's awesome. nice to just see someone doing so well like it's I mean, think people need to hear these stories at the minute <laughs> Yeah, so many yeah. people are just down in the dump thing. And there yep. might be someone listening who thinks, well, I've always lo- fancied cooking for myself and mm-hmm. I've never, I've always had my job taken up all of my time. So I'm going to give it a go now that I'm on furlough. Or, yeah. You know. So I think it, it's important that people hear these stories. Where's the best place people can get hold of you? Or how, do, how does somebody go about ordering?
2: Either Instagram or Facebook, in the process of getting a website um, at the moment. But um, Instagram and Facebook is
1: can you still order through one. simpsons as
2: well yeah so simpsons at home is still um going on so definitely um if you wanted one of the four um normal cakes you can go through simpsons and get that delivered with your tasty food too
1: mm, awesome yeah awesome <laughs> <laughs> <Not told.
0: laughs> it's a car's little piece and he loves
1: it but okay. it's I car do love questions
0: it. At everything okay <laughs> just some general questions just like, really easy. not really, really even simple. food related
1: yeah just first thing that comes here you're gonna know the answer to them, so there's no hard question. Okay. Um, what's your favourite movie?
2: Good Will Hunting.
1: Oh, I no one said that. Yeah, they? That's a good film. Yeah. Uh, your favourite band or DJ or whatever.
2: Oh God. Um.
1: I wish this
0: was videos.
2: Uh, <laughs> <people could> <laughs> if you can see my facial expressions. Uh, it right looks like I just said,
1: "What the fuck's <laughs> music?" <laughs>
2: um. Can I say a person? Because I, I really dig Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Nothing yeah, <laughs> wrong with uh, that. What's your favourite cookbook?
2: Ooh. Uh, Thomas Keller's or I Madison Park.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, what's your favourite spirit?
2: Say that Frangelico. That's a liqueur, isn't it? It's
1: a spirit. Yeah, that'll yeah, do. Yeah, that'll
2: do.
1: <laughs> What's your favourite
2: bottle of wine?
1: Oh, um, Bear in mind, I'm gonna take a note of this and be buying it, so it better be
2: good. Okay. There is, an the Italian wholesalers buy me and they sell the best bottle of Montepulciano and it's like three quid a bottle for a litre and it's what? banging. <laughs>
1: Jeez, that's one hell of a day. Uh, what's your favourite takeaway?
2: Chinese.
1: Chinese. Uh, what's your favourite big fast food chain?
2: Five Guys.
1: Yes. Yes. you <laughs> got <laughs> a tick? Someone's finally given me one of my answers. <laughs> oh, that's your answer? <laughs> no, my was KFC, sorry. <laughs> Five Guys was a close second, though. What sort of food do you cook at home? Pasta. normal. <laughs> Do you have a favourite bar or pub in Birmingham?
2: Well, now that we're here... <laughs> you going to now it. we're here, it's got to be. I'm going to shout them out, Roberto's bar
1: is yeah, actually yeah, yeah, quite yeah. cool
2: and it might I've, become my new favourite.
1: I've got to admit, and it's one of ours, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah it's I right it. up there, it's a great place. It's from Atlanta, it gets double ticks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Music as well, the music's class.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. If you're only going for a quick bite in Birmingham, where are you going?
2: Otto's the best pizza in birmingham i must say
1: that's my questions
2: lovely <laughs> that's us thank you again
0: for coming on we
2: really nice, do thank you very it. much brilliant cheers guys awesome
0: <laughs> hey everyone massive thank you for listening we absolutely love making these episodes and bringing you the story of some of the best people in the food industry in birmingham As we said before, we love Birmingham and its food scene and we think it's truly special. So if you agree, do us one big favour. All you have to do is rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps promote the podcast and gets us listened to by more people and gets more people to listen to how great Birmingham is. And we would really appreciate it if you could do that for us. Until next time, thanks again for listening.